Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 110 of the Podcast to Amplify show. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you've had an amazing week. In the last episode, we talked about how you can create a successful podcast while managing a busy life. This was a special episode I did just for you. If you are holding back starting your podcast because you just cannot fathom how you could add a podcast to your already full plate. So if you haven't listened as yet, I encourage you to head on back and tune into this one after listening to this episode because you will be pleasantly surprised by what I share. So that's episode 109. Tune in. And I hope that my tips and my tricks and my strategies get you one step closer to starting your pod. Today, though, I'm speaking to the business owner who's worried that she will run out of things to say on her podcast. Yes, this is a real concern for some people. And I totally understand why, but I want to assure you that's simply not possible. You have way too much expertise, way too much knowledge when it comes to the topic that you teach. So it just cannot be possible that you will run out of things to say on your show. But I know it's just, it's easy for me to say that, right? And so in this episode, you are going to walk away with one thing you can do right away, you can implement implement straight away to help you ditch that limiting belief. This is the same tip that I share with my clients when they're feeling stuck when it comes to their podcast content. No matter where they are in their journey, whether it's at the beginning, whether they've been podcasting for six months, it doesn't matter. This works across the board. But first, I want to share a story with you. A couple months ago, I worked with a client on developing her podcast strategy. She had been podcasting for quite a while. She had nearly 100 episodes. So that's nearly two years podcasting. But for reasons that I won't go into, she decided to rebrand her show. Now, when she signed up to work with me, you know, in a one-to-one podcast strategy session, she had a little bit of an idea. Well, she not a little bit. She had an idea of what her podcast was going to be about. She was very clear on who her ideal listener was going to be. But within, I would say, halfway, so maybe 45 minutes into our session, I flipped the lid on everything that she had in mind. And that was because through speaking with her, getting to know more about her previous show, which unfortunately she didn't see any ROI from, I could see that we needed to go in a different direction. 
And so she was on board. It was a little bit scary for her, but she was also excited. The more the idea landed with her and she was able to marinate on the idea, the more excited she became. But there was some nervousness. And this is totally normal because even though her new niche, her new listener was slightly different from who she's been speaking to for the last couple of years, it was still an audience that she knew quite well, just from from her corporate days. And so there was this level of nervousness around, well, what do I say? What topics will this audience want or need to hear from me? And I could almost see that spiraling into a bigger thing. And so I shared with her this game-changing tip. When you hear it, you're going to think, ah, (laughs) because as business owners, creating content that our ideal clients need to hear is really easy. It's really, really easy. And so the tip, this game-changing tip is simply to do market research. That's it. Instead of sitting down, scratching your head, trying to come up with ideas of what you talk about on your show, go straight to the horse, so to speak. (laughs) Go straight to the people that you are creating your podcast for. And so when I shared this with my client, it was definitely an aha moment because she had a Facebook group that even though we've now changed direction with her podcast, her Facebook group was still full of the new client that she will be targeting her show at. And so there you have it. You don't even need to go and search for a bunch of people. You have everything you need in a fa- in your Facebook group. So just reach out to those people ask them some specific questions and you could have podcast episode ideas for the rest of the year. It really is that simple. So if you, like my client, are sort of worried about what to talk about, the gold lies with your own audience. So do market research. Market research is literally just the process of gathering information about a specific target from your audience. And so in the in the context of creating content for your podcast, it really plays a crucial role in understanding where your ideal listeners slash dream clients are at. Like, what are their pain points? What questions do they have when it comes to your topic? What are their biggest desires, right? How would they feel when they achieved X? What do they think is stopping them from finding a solution with their problem, right? These are all great questions that you can ask. And so when it comes to actually doing market research, I believe the most effective way, and I have done this and I recommend it to my clients, the most effective way is to get them on a call 15, 20 minutes. 
So if you have Instagram, if you have a Facebook group, an email list, whatever platform you are using to connect with your audience on a deeper level, aside from your podcast, of course, reach out to them. So that could be an email to your list. That could be a poll on Instagram stories. In your Facebook group, you could just do a post. But the best way I believe is to get them on a call. And of course, some people don't agree with this, but humans are humans, right? Like what's in it for them? Of course, they'd love to help you, but an incentive will get them to, you know, get them on board a lot quicker. So what could you offer them? And I'm not saying them saying to like, you know, offer them your high ticket. No, I found personally that the best thing that works is maybe a 30 minute audit. It really depends on how you support your clients. So if you're a social media manager, could you audit and give them three like recommendations? If you are a coach, could it be a 20 or 30 minute session where you, I don't know, chat to them and, you know, give them one action step that they can implement when it comes to their mindset? I'm just making this up as I go. But the point being, you want to give them something to say thank you for taking the time to answer your questions. Alternatively, you can use type form or jot form or Google form. So you can go down the sort of survey route. But I know I've wanted to help people in the past. And then I click on the form and there's like 10, 15 questions. That's an immediate turnoff. Like I don't have time to sit down and fill out 10, 15 questions, no matter what the incentive is. I find it a lot more helpful to get on a call with the person and they ask me questions. I highly recommend that you record it so that you can be present and not focus on making a bunch of notes. So ask for their permission to record the session. Say that you're not going to use the recording in any way. It's just so that you can be present as part of the conversation and you can refer back when you are, you know, using it for insights, etc. So that's the way that I would do it. So think about where you're currently building an audience and make the most of it. Like if you are podcasting for business, if you are podcasting to generate leads for your business, if you are podcasting because you want to attract speaking opportunities, there's lots of different ways podcasting can help grow your business. But when it comes to lead generation, you need to create content that your audience needs and wants to hear. I believe there's no easier way of doing this than to get the information, to get the content ideas directly from your audience. So this would be my biggest tip. Do not sit down scratching your head, trying to work out (laughs) what to talk about. Ask your audience. And there are so many benefits of doing market research. I recommend that you do it once or twice a year. And as I mentioned, in terms of the recording, really take some time to go through the recording, write down, you can have, I've got a, um, a Google sheet with the questions and then each person that I speak to, I will create a transcript from the recording 
Um, and then every person that I speak to has a column in my spreadsheet and I will copy and paste from the transcript what that person has said into the relevant row on the Google Sheet. This is how I keep track of all the information that my audience has given me, even sometimes um, with potential clients. So on a discovery call, I don't record my discovery calls, but I will make a quick note if they say something that I think could be really valuable in terms of my content later down the road. So it's really, really important that you do this market research and keep track of the data so that you can use it and make the best use of it in the future. But so yeah, in terms of benefits, you're able to gain valuable insight. It just really allows you to tap into the minds of your audience. As I talked about, gain a deeper insight into their preferences, their pain points, what objections they might have to working with you or getting support around the problem that they're currently experiencing. You're able to learn what topics they're most interested in, the challenges that they're facing, that you could really go deep and tailor your content to meet their specific needs. It's also a great way to understand them better because something that I definitely am guilty of is podcasters or podcast business owners. We often make assumptions about what our audience wants. And I've learned this by my episode numbers. Like I will create a podcast episode and think, oh, this is going to be the bomb. I'm going to get great engagement on this episode. And then I look at my data, look at my analytics, and they're not quite what I thought. But then I'll create another episode and I check my analytics and they're sky high, (laughs) right? A good example of that would be, I can't remember the episode number, but I talked about my three, two, one repurposing strategy when it comes to turning your podcast into other pieces of content. And that blew up. That is definitely the most listened of a hundred plus episodes. That is the most listened solo episode that I've done. And I never ever would have guessed that that would have been the case. So sometimes we assume we know what our audience wants to hear, but 99.9% of the time, we don't know. So by carrying out that market research, there's no guessing. There's no trying to figure it out on our own. We can just use the data from our market research to create content that truly resonates with our audience, which in turn will make your podcast more relevant you'll increase engagement because if you are creating content that your audience wants to hear, chances are they're going to share it on social media. They're going to share it with their biz bestie. And that then leads to organic podcast growth and you will be organically extending your reach, right? It's all connected. Another piece that I really, really love is building listener loyalty. So if your audience feels that you understand them and you are supporting them, you're genuinely supporting them on their journey, they're more likely to become loyal fans. 
They'll hit that follow button. You will become part of their weekly routine. Like they will not ever, ever miss an episode. So market research driven content really demonstrates that you, you care about where they're at, that you are willing, you are prepared to meet them where they're at, which in turn will foster a sense of community. And of course, you will build the no like trust factor so much quicker. And that plays a huge factor when it comes to converting your listeners into your paid programs. Okay. And finally, if I've not said it 500 times already, you are able to craft compelling and relevant episodes, right? We've talked about how to align your podcast content with your offers. And this is a big part of it. You cannot show up to the mic and just word vomit whatever's on your heart and expect that you are going to generate leads for your business. There are people, don't get me wrong, that are really good at their craft, that are better at just speaking what comes to them. But for most of us, what works best when it comes to podcasting, generating leads for a business is having a strategy. So really taking our time to outline that episode around a topic that we know that our audience wants to hear, right? And as I mentioned, those topics are usually around their pain points, their desires, their struggles, frequently answered questions, all that kind of stuff. So if you ensure that each episode offers value, meets your listener slash idle client where they're at and leaves a lasting impression, leaves a lasting impact, create content that they want to hear. And as a bonus, before we wrap up, I want to give you three questions, three questions that you can use when carrying out market research with your audience. So number one, what are your biggest struggles with X? So X would be insert your niche here. So again, if it's, if you are a social media manager, what are your biggest struggles with showing up on Instagram or creating content for Instagram? For example, I know what my answer would be. (laughs) Number two, what are your biggest aspirations in relation to insert your niche here? So if you are a business coach who works with women who want to leave their nine to five and start their own business. So what are your biggest aspirations in relation to creating a business that replaces your income, for example? And then question number three, what are your biggest questions around X? Insert your niche here. So again, if you are a mindset coach, what are your biggest questions around conquering your mindset, overcoming limiting beliefs, whatever it might be? So those are the key questions that you can ask. And then you can craft content. So let's use an example. So using the mindset coach example, if someone's question is around 
overcoming imposter syndrome. You can create, that could be one of your subtopics, right? So we talked about content pillars before, so head on back. I've totally forgotten the number, but I'll include all of these episodes in the show notes so that you can go back and listen. But I highly recommend that you have three to four content pillars for your podcast. So as a mindset coach, one of your pillars could be mindset. And so within the mindset pillar, you will then have imposter syndrome. And then you break that down into lots of different topics. So one of your episode ideas could be five ways you can ditch imposter syndrome so you can build the business of your dreams, something like that. Or it could be you give them strategies for how they can start to overcome imposter syndrome. Now, we don't want to give them the whole kit and caboodle, but we want to be able to position you as the expert. So maybe it's that you take a piece of your framework and you turn that into some podcast episodes to demonstrate how you support your clients in overcoming imposter syndrome. But I hope you can see where I'm going. Like there's lots of different ways that you can create multiple episode ideas based on one question. So have the 15, 20 minute call with them, find out like their deepest struggles, their pain points, their desires, all that kind of stuff, and then start to craft your content episode ideas around them. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope that you can now see how you can create endless content ideas which means that you'll be podcasting for years and years to come. Have you done market research for your show? If not, it's never too late. No matter where you are in your podcasting journey, you can carry out market research at any time. Choose maybe five to 10 people, women, men, whoever you support to speak to, record the session, pull insights and get to creating podcast content because you know it's what they want to hear. Well, that's it for today's episode. As always, I invite you to share your questions in the Amplify Collective Telegram group. The link is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you inside and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.